guys. Welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm also Jake, and today we're back with another very special episode. We have Diamondbacks minor league pitcher Bobby I. Bobby, what's going on? Thank you for joining. Yeah, nothing much. Thank you guys for having me. Happy to be here. Thank you. And we're going to hop right in. Our first question, how has your offseason been so far? Offseason has been great so far. Uh, I've pretty much been spending my whole time out in Scottsdale. Um, I've been throwing at this place called Fuel Factory. Um, I know that Liam Hendricks and uh, Tyler Glass now both train there. So um, it's pretty fun seeing some big leaguers kind of be walking around every now and then get to learn from them. Um, but it's been good, man. Um, playing a lot of golf, starting to do some bass fishing. So just getting some new hobbies as well. Now that I have some downtime to kind of, you know, go, go, go explore other things other than baseball 24-7. So I've been having a lot of fun. So jumping all the way back when you started. So what kind of got you into baseball? And did you play other sports growing up? Um, the main thing that got me into baseball was, I mean – I guess my parents, you know, they, I guess the, when I was really young, they used to play co-ed softball and, and they always told me, you know, I would be wanting to go out there every single day, take around balls, hit, do whatever. So I, I, you know, from when I was walking, I guess you could say I wanted to play baseball. Um, it's just, you know, very fortunate that I grew up in Southern California where, uh, you know, the baseball was, was so prevalent. Everyone there, you know, the, uh, the talent level is so deep down in Southern California. So I was just surrounded by guys who wanted to be playing 24 seven. So it wasn't, wasn't very hard to find love uh, for baseball down there. That's for sure. Yeah. So when you were a kid, did you have any like favorite MLB teams that you like to watch? Uh, I loved the Angels growing up in Southern California. Um, it was either Angels or Dodgers down there, and I was a big Angels fan. My dad was uh, an Angels fan as well. So I only grew up like 20 minutes away from the stadium. So getting, uh, as a kid, I used to go watch uh, watch them play a lot. I loved watching Vladimir Guerrero play. So um, my love for the number 27 and the Angels – uh, started there and then Mike Trout's kind of, you know, keeping care of that. So um, it's fun to watch them. I really like, I have, a, I have a strong tie there. And then uh, one of my pre-draft workouts actually got to throw at Angel Stadium on the main mound, you know, and, and throw in front of some scouts. So that was a pretty surreal moment for me too, just being able to go in front of my, or go on the field where I used to watch, you know, countless baseball games. So that was the Angels are definitely my, my favorite team. So you just mentioned Vladimir Guerrero, but are there kind of any like pitchers now that you kind of like looked up to to kind of model your game after at all? Um, when I was, since this last season, I just got moved to a, uh, like a closer type role um, or at least out of the bullpen. So I was, when I was a starter, I loved watching DeGrom throw. I love watching Zach Granke throw. Um, I mean, those guys, those two guys for me, are just, they're so different. You know, DeGrom is throwing 101 by people and then, Zach Granke's throwing 89 mile an hour changeups. So it's, it's very interesting the way that they both pitch. Um, but now as a reliever, um, I love watching Liam Hendricks throw. I think he's great. Um, and then there's a guy for the pirates. I really like to model my game after, um, Kyle Crick, I think is his name. I like watching him throw. He's got a pretty good slider. That's my go-to. So I like watching him. I saw a video. He has the highest spin rate out of any pitcher on a slider, mm -hmm. but like it's a lot. Yeah, and they kids. I think he's spent like at thirty five hundred, and um, I know I've gotten my curve, my not my curveball. I got, I've gotten my slider up to three thousand a couple of times. So um, I know that you know I like watching him throw because the way he attacks guys and the way he he sets up his slider is definitely similar to what I do. So I like to learn and watch him throw. What do you think your favorite high school baseball memory is? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I went to the same high school as uh, Nolan Arenado and Matt Chapman. So whenever they would come back and take ground balls, I, you know, just getting to hit them ground balls and talk to them about what pro ball was like and learning from Chapman about college and 
um, just hearing their stories um, during practice, I thought was the coolest part. So what made you commit to Cal Poly? Um, it was, uh, it was interesting. I actually never heard about Cal Poly until they emailed me telling me to come up to a camp. But, um, the second I stepped on campus, just the, the area was so, the downtown area was great. It was really small. The mountains were, I mean, so beautiful. And then the facilities and the types of, you know, coaches that they had there at the time were, it was just very, uh, contagious and, you know, very, it drew me in, um, a lot. So I was really happy to see that they're out kind of on board with what I wanted to do in terms of philosophy with pitching and things like that. And, um, it just kind of all fell on, you know, fell in my lap. So it was a very uh, fortunate set of circumstances that got me there. Um, but I'm definitely happy. I chose the, chose that school. How's that whole experience like at Cal Poly for you? It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, best four years I could have ever asked for. Um, you know, it's, it was, it was different going into, you know, cause as, as a kid growing up, you always see, you know, on TV, Alabama and Baylor and Tennessee, you know, you know, you name it, all those SEC schools, you kind of want to, you're just drawn towards those schools. So growing up, I always wanted to go to a bigger school to play baseball, but I never realized that how much or how big baseball could be in such a small community. And um, that's what I really loved about the four years there is that every game that we went to, no matter if it was a Tuesday night game against, you know, Santa Clara, or it was the Friday night against Fullerton at home, you know, everybody there, was there for baseball and the crowd was loud. The energy was great. And so it made for an awesome four years there. So what was it like getting the call from the Diamondbacks in 2019 that you were drafted in the ninth round? It was crazy. Um, I was talking to my agent the on day two, on the beginning of day two of the draft. And um, we both kind of thought we were, I was going to go that day, but wasn't really sure about it. Um, so to keep my mind off of things and not just be staring at the TV and the draft tracker all day, I tried to go out golfing um, with some of my buddies and, you know, the, the day's kind of wearing on, getting longer and longer and longer. And I keep starting to check my phone, you know, no calls, agents not texting me. And then a couple of times my agent called me and I picked up right away and he goes, Hey, you know, nothing yet, you know, still dry, nothing, no one's calling. So it's kind of getting the, uh, not discouraged, but I was like, Oh man, you know, really wanted to happen today, but you know, we'll get them tomorrow. No worries. And then um, as soon as I step back into my house, uh, I got a call from the Pirates, actually, and they were like, hey, we want to take you right now. Uh, you just got to say yes. And I already had a deal with my agent where I couldn't agree. He had to say, he had to be the one to say yes, just in case of a miscommunication somewhere. So I was like, you know, you got to call my agent. Please call my agent. And then he's like, all right, cool. He hangs up. And then I call my agent right after that. I'm like, hey, this guy's about to call you. And he goes, well, it's too late. Diamondbacks just picked you. You're going in the ninth round, buddy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I walked inside, turned on the TV, and then uh, – or I turned the TV to the draft channel, and right when I turned it on is when they were picking my name. It was after that I kind of just blacked out. I started going crazy with my buddies and jumping up and down. It was a good time. What has your whole experience been like in pro ball so far? And that whole transition to pro ball from college, how is that like? Uh, the experience so far has been great. Um, it's for some guys, uh, like like I said earlier, like some guys going to the, that used to go to big schools is a big transition because of you know you're going to a stadium filled with. 15,000 fans and you have the nicest locker rooms and amenities that you could ask for. And then, you know, two weeks later, you're dropped into Missoula, Montana, where you got, you know, a tiny little locker room sharing a space with somebody else. And you're going on eight hour road trips with 12 people in the stand. So it's definitely a big change in that aspect of things, but the game in baseball really doesn't change. It's still 60 feet, nine inch or 60 feet, six inches on plate, 90 feet to first base. You know, it's, it's the same game. So the talent level, I thought, obviously is much better once you get to pro ball, you know, the mistakes that you leave over the plate 
that don't get hit in college start to get hit in pro ball. And, um, but then on the other hand, you know, the plays that don't, aren't usually made in college get made in pro ball. So it was, it was fun seeing how defensive players, how good defensive, defensive players could be and how good hitters could be as well. So what are some personal goals you have moving forward? Uh, personal goals. I mean, uh, make the big leagues. That's, that's number one. That's my big goal. Um, but I know that's going to take some time. So you got to trust the process and, and just, um, you know, train every day, like, you know, like you could make it. So that's my big goal is make the big leagues. Um, but more specifically for this year is just to, uh, you know, be more consistent in the zone and just be more consistent overall, because the thing that separates a minor leaguer from a big leaguer is just the con how consistent they can be on a daily basis. And the more consistent that you are, the more success you're going to have, obviously, you know, so you look at guys like Marlon Rivera or um, Andy Pettit, you know, those guys, those guys were so consistent, you know, exactly what you're going to get every single day you're out there. And to be like them is a goal that I will strive for and probably forever. We're having some more like four rapid fire questions. First one, favorite hobby or thing to do besides baseball? Uh, right now, probably fishing. Um, what's your go-to strikeout pitch? Slider. And your favorite sport besides baseball? Ooh, hockey. And what's your um, favorite sports movie? Probably a uh, miracle, another hockey movie. That's going to wrap up our interview with you, Bobby. Thank you so, so much for wrapping on. We really appreciate it. And yeah. we wish you good luck when the season starts. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. See you guys.